Yeah, oh, we're recording. Yes. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> oh. Aaron, would you like to introduce us? Oh. Are we going to be official? I'm going to try to actually get an intro at the beginning of this episode. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. But don't forget. Oh, why is your phone talking to you? <laughs> it's getting angry because Aaron's you're talking calls. about it. Spying on us. Aaron's pocket dialing everybody. I cannot hold this because I will play through it, play with it through the whole thing. Um, but we have to make sure we remember that Elsa's doing the embarrassing moment. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> Finally wasn't me this I'm week. So sorry if I smell like sweat you guys. <laughs> it's okay. I haven't been the telling listeners you, can't smell. I will try to. Okay. Um, okay. We should probably start by <clears throat> introducing the podcast and then Elsa goes into her her embarrassing moment. Yeah, exactly. Aaron's playing Wizards <laughs> United. I just realized it doesn't let you paste into there, which is really stupid. Yes, it does. My phone did. Oh, no. Here's his fancy gaming phone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is Princess and Another Podcast. Good job, Aaron. <laughs> and who are you? My name is Aaron. I'm Lane. I'm Jensen. I'm Elsa. And I have a really embarrassing story to share to start off. I don't actually remember what it was. I just remember it was bad. What did I do? You bit into oh, Alka-Seltzer. <laughs> That's, That's right. So I was trying to take a couple of Alka-Seltzer uh, from my tummy, but it was I was trying to put it in a water bottle, and um, and it was a bit too wide to go into the water bottle neck. So I was like, well, I'll break it in half. With my teeth. And like and for some reason Elsa forgot that Alka Seltzer reacts with anything that is liquid. Yeah. I just you she know, draws was... her teeth have saliva on them all the time because they are in her mouth. I like realized that I'd made a mistake Lady the instant explains that I did it. the joke. For your information. That's... Saliva is in your mouth. That's science, baby. So basically, I bit into this thing and then immediately started screaming. (laughs) And we all just sat there watching in amazement. Just like, how did you not realize that was going to happen? I thought about it, like, but it was too late. My reflexes were already going. Like, I was already doing it. Elsa's just foaming at the mouth and screaming on the couch. That was exactly how it happened. So, Erin, what are you playing right now? Um, so, I just started Red Dead Redemption 2 again after, like, six months because I got distracted by other games. <laughs> we got to watch you make some questionable decisions <laughs> today. And take a bath yeah. for the first time. Yes. Yes. It explains why everyone was talking to me like I was some kind of animal. <laughs> you smelled like because one. Because I skinned one. You skinned one. <laughs> You were covered in its blood, you hadn't taken a bath for the entire game, and you murdered an entire town of people. That one was not my choice. That was stupid Micah, and if it had been my choice, I would have shot him, but he's like a story mission, so I had to go with it, and it was the worst. It was stupid. Yeah. Um, shoot that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I would have I failed that quest so many times, just shooting him in the head. Right. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Um, but I did one of the weirdest side quests last night. Like, it was the 
the prelude to that mission. Like, this guy comes into your camp and he's freaking out. He's like, they've got Micah, they're gonna hang him. And you're like, okay, come with me. And you go into the town and you're like, all right, we're just gonna have a couple of drinks, get your mind off of Micah for a bit. And then you drink, like, a ton. Nice. (laughs) And you get to play as drunk Arthur and it's so weird and you keep losing your friend and... Like, everyone starts to look like him, and you're going around asking people, like, are you Lenny? <laughs> it was so weird. Or the like, find your homie app. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, and then you go home, like, nothing happened, and then you can go rescue Micah whenever you want. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> it was super weird. Super surreal. Um, but yeah, I've been playing Beat Saber, and guys, I beat Pop Stars on Expert last night. Woo! Good Woo! job. Finally! <laughs> I did it my first go, too. Nice. I, like, I did a warm-up on hard, and then I went to Expert, and I just did it, and it was amazing. I'm so proud of myself. I'm so proud of that game. It only took me about 100 tries, you know, over a few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, um, Dr. Mario World for iPhone has been super fun, um, really challenging though, and pretty infuriating at times, uh, but like, especially when I rotate a capsule the wrong way, or two or three, because the first one made me freak out, and then I have a giant mess of colors I have to fix, and I run out of capsules and have to start the level all over again, and it's the worst, but I love it. <laughs> um... Yeah, it's a little different than the original Dr. Mario, but I actually like it better. And if you played Dr. Mario, it was on Game Boy and NES, but we had one of those special Super Game Boy cartridges that we put in our Super Nintendo. So that's how I played Dr. Mario. It was is pretty, it, pretty is, nifty. Is it on um, Nintendo Switch Online also? It might be. Yeah, I think it is. I've never actually played it. Because I know it's a lot like Tetris. Yeah. And I am horrendous at <laughs> yeah. Tetris. Yeah. For some reason, I was way better at Dr. Mario than I was at Tetris. And I love the one for your phone even more because it's not like Tetris at all. Like, yeah. you can take more time. And yeah. Anyway, that's what I've been playing. I am still playing Dragon Age. I imagine I'll probably still be playing Dragon Age for a while. Probably for a very um, long time. Yeah. yeah. It's a very long game. I, I mean, the fastest it ever took me was like 45 hours. Yeah. yeah. And we fully expect you to play all the DLC as well. So probably. So tack on another like 40 <laughs> hours. So right now I'm at the Circle Tower. And I'm <laughs> just... If you're slow. I'm having fun. I'm having fun being able to shapeshift now. So hopefully that's something that me and Morgan can bond over because she doesn't like me much right now. Elsa <laughs> and I are... The few people in the world who actually like the Circle Tower. Yeah, it's kind of so, fun. I don't. I didn't know that it was yeah. a dislike level. Everyone always All hates the on that are one. Dislikes. I mean, yeah, the whole game. <laughs> the whole game is kind of boring and dumb while also being amazing. It's like, but <laughs> a gigantic joke within the fandom that it's like, wow, I hate Lothering. I hate Red Cliff. I hate the Circle Tower. I hate the Brazilian Forest, and I hate Orzammar. I hate Denerim. What part do I actually like about this game? <laughs> Alistair. Alistair. And answers, Morgan. And Liliana. Is your companions. everyone's okay, I guess. They're fine. Yeah. I'm actually enjoying it. Yeah. A lot. Well, That's good. I really genuinely love the Circle Tower. I, like, I, I can say that about a lot of the others. I'm like, oh, I hate Orzammar. Oh, I hate the Urn of Sacred Ashes. You know? But 
I really love the Circle Tower. I've heard about the Urn of Sacred Ashes a couple of times, and it's getting to the point now where I don't know what it is, and people keep bringing it up, and I and I'm just like, oh my gosh, shut up! I don't, it's, I don't care. <laughs> it's yeah. certainly yeah. a time. It's just that it's kind of, it's one of those like Bioware like black and white morality kind of things, yeah. and that's what I don't like. Really? About it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because like. It's the like, lead up to it is kind of fun. Like when you get like, to Haven, it's like, where it's Haven's like, I'm giving you a choice. Yeah. You can either buy this child ice cream or murder a puppy. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Like exactly. That. It's exactly that. But like okay. the lead up, like when you're in Haven, the village beforehand, so it's really cool. interesting and creepy. It's like, it's got that same element of like that morbid fascination of cults. Yeah. And it's really creepy and I love it. Yeah. The lead up in Haven is so creepy and the best part is is that in Inquisition you start out in Haven like the village is rebuilt and there are people yeah. in it again but then it becomes culty. the black and white morality yeah so you have that to look forward to it's a little bit annoying okay well in addition to that I also <laughs> beat Spider-Man and I platinumed it on New Game yeah good job yeah it was a lot of fun and Aaron I want you to tell me because I I feel like you told me a story once where you once had a mentor who turned on you because he had nano Tech or neuro- neurotech installed in his brain. So how did that go? I mean, you and Peter can relate to each other. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I gave this guy my all. He took me in when I had nowhere else to go, and he decided to take science a little too far, and it messed up his brain, and I had to straight up kill him. I mean, it's, it's just a bummer. It is. Uh, but what can you do, you know? I don't know what's happening right now. <laughs> and literally all I thought was, Aaron, what's your, what's your tragic backstory? Trademark. Holy crap. Why didn't I know this about you? And then I was like, wait. She hasn't played Spider-Man yet. She's she no idea what we're talking about. She's doing a bit. I'm just talking about the ways that Aaron and Peter Parker are very simple people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes me feel like Erin had a mentor turn on her because her previous mentor got killed, Sorry. and she's been constantly trying to find a new mentor that won't die or turn on her. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Erin's over here, like, having a coughing fist. She's just, just gonna, like, she's just gonna, like, pass out. The story of Peter Parker's life, but also we can all relate. <laughs> We've all had that mentor we've had to murder. Yeah. I don't know. I've experience. had like five, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and that uncle who got killed because we let a robber go. Yeah. Because we were feeling spiteful. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> <laughs> uncle Davy. <laughs> uncle Davy? No one has an Uncle Davy. Should have so... at least went with Uncle Dan or Jeff. Well, we actually have an Uncle Dan. Yeah, that's the joke. Everyone has an Uncle Dan. I know, but like, that's weird. Because he's and an Aunt Sarah. <laughs> that's true. I have a cousin yeah. Sarah. That's close. Aunt, well, somebody has an Aunt Sarah. Aunt Susie. Family. Oh, Aunt Susie. Oh. Yeah. Mom mm. is an Aunt Susie, technically. Yes. And an Aunt Lenore. And an Aunt Lenore. <laughs> she goes by Susan or Lenore. Susan Anyway. Susan, her middle name? Yeah. Susan's yeah. her no, first Susan's name. Her first name. No, she goes by name. her middle name. There Whoa. were like four other Susans in her class when she was little, so she started going by her middle name and, and just never stopped. When we're around huh. people who like knew her growing up, it's about a 50-50 chance they're either going to call her Susan or Lenore. Mm-hmm. But and they she answers mm-hmm. to both. So. I feel like she goes by Susie sometimes. People yeah, call Susie. Her Susie. And Nora and Nora. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. And anyway. she is a woman of a thousand names. Yes, yeah, she's a woman of many names. <laughs> 
Anyway, um, but I did play two other games in the meantime. Uh, Spider-Man took up a lot of time because it's a huge checklist game. And Dragon Age took up a long time because it's the longest thing ever written. And you're only like like a 15th through the game. I know. Um, But I also played some Sekiro. Um, I'm having a lot of fun. I kind of got to the point in the game where I can't move forward until I beat the Guardian 8. And everybody done lied to me. I was mm. dreading the Guardian Ape fight because everybody's like, oh, it's so hard. And I didn't know anything about it besides that apparently it's so hard. And then I threw myself at it, like not really knowing what to expect just to kind of see. I think I like, I had really low health and everything. Like I was just kind of going to like study his moveset and run around. And, uh, and like, so I, I got killed, you know, probably 20 seconds in just sort of watching him and just being like, okay, so this is the kind of fight where I'm going to have to do a lot of running. And then I went in for my second run and I actually tried and I got, um, like I got halfway through his second phase and it's really not that bad of a battle, but it's a fun battle. Like I get why people talk about it a lot because it's just, there's so much to it. It's like two completely different fights between the phases and they're both really fun. Like the first one's, not that hard. You kind of just have to learn his moveset and like he's throwing his poo at you and he's farting <laughs> and like, oh man, fart AOE attacks. It's easy, so fun. The... It's so much fun. Lainey's trying it's to think so of her joke. So bad hair day. The, the bad hair day boss, the infamous one that's literally just a pile of poo oh, that oh, sings at you. Oh, conquers bad fur day. Yeah. The, no. The pile of poo. The pile so, of poo. No, like, this is tough. The thing that's remarkable is the Guardian 8 manages to be the height of dignity. Even when he's like <laughs> While fucking poo at you. He's like pooing into his hand behind his back and then he launches it at you. And I hit something. I'm sorry. It's for dramatic effect. It's like, and it's, it's somehow great i don't know like it's just really fun and like you guys i just i love this fight it's so fun the second phase is so fun it's like oh man it doesn't sound fun it's it's really playing with the themes of immortality like this is the game and this is the this is the game that's all about (laughs) and poo playing with poo as well you know i can say that sounds that checks out you know yeah what is the meaning Immortality, of Immortality, poo, same thing. <laughs> same thing. Both have a lot to do with life. They never end. <laughs> well, <laughs> there's always more poo. It is 2019 okay. and Aaron has declared that the poo is never ending. Okay, but I just had a thought and it's a major tangent, but I'll go quick. Okay, go I ahead. just had the thought. Isn't poo really tied to immortality? Because did Edward Cullen poo? Do we know? Do, <laughs> Do vampires, vampires poo? poo? Do I any know. vampires poo? Yeah, they pooed giant pile of sparkles. <laughs> yes, and also I was hoping you would Do they have a bathroom? Like That's a good question. Do the Collins have a bathroom? <clears throat> yeah, they, have, they do. They have a bathroom, appearance. so they must. They but must. is it because the house was built with one? No. And also to keep up appearances because sometimes they entertain That's right. humans. That's right. Yeah, but they also have a, a mural often. of all their graduation caps, so we know they don't do that well about hiding <laughs> no, but, themselves. But in the book, in the book, yes, I'm outing myself right now. I read it. In the book. <laughs> We've all read it, Lainey, and I read the gender-bent version. I read it in French. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> But in the book, I'm the one who read it most recently. No, I'm... I read it in 2019. Okay. Jensen. 
<laughs> we read it the same time, it's but the you Twilight did. It's the Twilight Renaissance. The you fandom did continue. Is alive and well. <laughs> you did continue reading when I stopped. <laughs> okay, but in the book, when Edward and Bella go to the house or whatever for Italian food, because her name's Bella or whatever the hell is going on. Okay, sorry. That Angry. part makes me furious. It's Why so couldn't dumb. she just eat some more food? It's true. Like, Why wouldn't you just eat Italian food just because it's delicious? I just eat a little bit Italian food, but whatever. Also, uh. vampire Italian food? Come on. You can't add garlic. <laughs> Maybe we put a little bit of garlic in. Also, the Wait, garlic thing know. doesn't work on the vampires. <laughs> But are the Twilight vampires affected? No, by they're not. They're, they're not. not. Because they're not. they live by completely different rules. It's confirmed rules. in the book. They're not affected by garlic. The only it's thing. It's confirmed in the book? Yeah. Yes, it's confirmed oh. in the book. They're not affected by garlic. Um, They can see their reflections, like all that. Show that pictures. random stuff. Yeah, but um, the I sunlight. I guess there's that one picture that in the second movie where she cuts herself out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Sometimes I do it just because it annoys you. I will stop. Okay. Please, <laughs> like, hyperventilating. Okay. The Colin's home is filled with windows, and when Edward and Bella are there, he's like, what? And you were expecting... <laughs> what? And <this> stuff. <laughs> were you expecting a dungeon? And she's like, no, it's just so light and open. <laughs> Why is he recapping Twilight? <laughs> Bathroom. But just where else are they going to dispose of all the goldfish? Like, I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> what if that's the only reason oh, that that's a real question? Is so that they can flush their goldfish? Well, I imagine. Okay, like, like they're all. Awesome. To get back to my point about the Guardian 8 battle, they're all, <laughs> they're all like tortured by their immortality. And I imagine the best way to deal with that, like, if I was a therapist it's and I had a bunch of vampires coming to me complaining about how they're gonna live forever, I would tell them first of all to fling their poo at things, and second of all that they probably need to go ahead and like keep goldfish and just watch them die over and over, <laughs> over again and contemplate eternity. Oh my gosh! I just had a mental image of Bella looking at the big picture of all of the, the, the graduating caps, caps and then she leans forth and sniffs and is like, why does it smell like food? <laughs> <laughs> and Edward's like, no reason. And then you have a flashback to him painting the graduating caps. <laughs> We're getting all this. It's, it's terrible. It's horrible. Throwing their poo while they throw their graduation caps. <laughs> Just food. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but what do they do with the blood? What do they like? How do they
efficient at using like every part of the blood. Come on, Jensen. Okay. They're like, white blood cells are for this. It's marble. Blood cells are it's for not that. Porcelain. I forgot the other part. Whatever. There's a Maybe big it's marble in the difference. gender bent version, nerd. <laughs> Lady, there's a big difference between marble and porcelain. Marble is harder to break. But it looks like porcelain in the movie. Yeah, but porcelain you can break by throwing it on the ground. Marble, it might not break. Yeah, it kind of looks like that. (laughs) Oh, wait, did she describe it like granite? It doesn't matter. (laughs) Save it for the video, Jensen. Okay. It doesn't matter. Anyway, getting back to the Guardian 8 battle, my question was, Lainey, how are you handling the curse of immortality? Obviously not well. She's still trying to figure out if she can poo or not. (laughs) Well, the guardian ape can, and he's immortal, which you find out when you beat the first phase of his battle by cutting his head all the way off. And then the second battle, he now has a sword because you've freed it from his neck where you cut the head off. So he's got a sword in one hand and his head in the other hand. And his fighting style changes completely, and it's awesome. You know, I feel like the guardian ape really <laughs> has it figured out. Right? You know, he's free with himself. Well, and his whole That's goal... That's something I'll ever I was, have. I was reading gonna, about the lore. <laughs> I was reading about the lore, and the reason you find him in the place that you do is because this is a place for him to find a mate. So he has, really has it figured out. Is he trying to mate with you? No, uh, he's... No, he's trying to get out there. flinging! You you find out later that that was like a big monkey dance and all the monkeys show up to like dance to music and like hook up and stuff. It's like you just killed one of them. Right there. You are ruining this beautiful story. Can I just I'm say, sorry. Can I just say he really does have it figured out because he's free with himself specifically around the people he's trying to impress and mate with. That is just something humans you. will never get. He's not afraid to be out there missing his head. And, and farting. And I everywhere. really think that this fight is just a mating dance. <laughs> no, he's not trying to mate with you. He's trying to mate with another monkey. Because he finds one later. Maybe Spoiler he thinks, alert. Oh! Maybe he thinks that Sekiro is a monkey. When he, anyway, I is read the about other the monkey as self-actualized as he is? It, she's huge. I read the lore and I was like, oh, that's cool. And uh, and like I like I said, I kind of pushed the I kind of pushed the map out to its limits where I'm at. I really have to beat the Guardian Ape in order to move on with the rest of the game. <laughs> like that, like I really put it off. And so I've already gotten to the point part where you find a great big monkey skeleton. And it's like, it's like probably one of his kind, you know, mm. maybe even his, his first mate who's dead. <clears throat> oh, I know. Right. Hmm. Well, we don't have time to Dead unpack all of that. Some mysterious circumstances. It's always the husband. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other game that I played. Yes, there's one more. I'm sorry. But in my defense, most I know, of this we has took been it, you guys. We took it out of your hands completely. I'm sorry. I just really had to recount Twilight. I understand. Uh, it's important. Um, so the last game that I played was I played Inside on the Switch. And it's really, really fun. It's, um, uh, it's a nice spooky game, but it's not like... It doesn't really, it's not really survival horror, it's a puzzle game. It's got some, it's definitely got some make you jump moments and some kind of scary stuff. And uh, he dies horrifically oh. when he does die. <laughs> but like, uh, but everything, <clears throat> and like for a while there I was a little frustrated because there was a couple of puzzles and in my head I was like, oh man, I really prefer it when they give me puzzles and not when they're doing like timed challenges. 
Um, but I started to figure out that there's no real timed challenge anywhere in that game. Some of them are disguised as time challenges, but they're really puzzles. Like, for example, there's one part where you're running from a dog and the dog is much faster than you. And so you it, it, like if I'm being dumb, I'm just going to try to outrun the dog. But if I'm recognizing that this is a puzzle game and that I can't outrun the dog by design, then I have to try to lead it in places where it's going to get trapped or where it's going to have to take a longer way around so that I can get to safety. So it becomes a puzzle where it's like, mm. oh no, I can't just leap over this wall. I have to lead the dog over here so that it can get stuck behind this fence and then I can go leap over the wall. And like, it kind of all turns into this nice little puzzle scape. And it's really fun. I'm close to being finished. The only reason I didn't end up beating it in one sitting was because <clears throat> my Switch battery died partway through. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I guess I better plug it in. But like, it's fun. There's a lot of cool mind control stuff. Um, I think Lainey in particular would probably like this one, is the sense that I get. Hmm. And we'd probably be amused watching her because she will run into one or two puzzles that will make her scream nice. louder oh. than anything on the planet. I have it on oh, Xbox no. as well. Yeah. <clears throat> and it all features so. this sort of scary oh, totalitarian boy. future. So, And it's definitely completely accurate. Like, this is what the world's going to be like in five years. Are you looking forward to that, Jensen? Five years? Um, yeah, I'd say... Yeah. I'd say um, I'm looking forward to it. It seems like a a pretty nice place, especially all the elderish abominations running around. And yeah. then you get chased well, like, by one at one point. You know, and at least something's happening. And yeah, it's actually, not a bunch of weebs storming Area 15. I feel like we could be friends. <laughs> you and the elderish abominations? <laughs> yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Even better, I'll just get eaten. I mean, I don't know. At one point, a pig that's all riddled with worms, because um, there's pig corpses everywhere. And at Aww. one point, one of them gets up and just charges you. <laughs> Is he uh, Okay. Wait. No. <laughs> Wait. No, he Lady, is, not. is he okay? <laughs> scary movie three. When she sees the grass. Are you Wait, okay? Is it Cindy? Are yes. you okay? Who is it on PlayStation okay? Access? Falls off. Like, Are you okay? Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> who was it on PlayStation Access who talked about the underwater, <clears throat> the depth bit with the, with the... I think it was Rob. Is that the part where the Eldritch Abomination comes in? Probably. I, I, I'm not sure which one you're talking about. To There's like... I've seen several. I know there's yeah. one that's like a big roly poly no, no, with tell me, arms. Don't tell, me, don't tell me about that one. <laughs> I know that, but I don't know the context of it. I don't either. Like, All I, I know is that it I think that's an end game. All I know is that it appears. Mm. And then there's one that chases you when, when you're underwater. Yeah, it's, um, it's this mysterious... It just looks like I a really... girl with hair that's longer oh, yeah. than her body. I really yeah. just... Yeah. I don't know that much about the game. All I know is that eight. there are monsters that chase you. Yeah, it's points. a chase game. Like, yeah. from the very oh, beginning, no. you've got things chasing you. Like, and you're see, I can't do that. Chase games really, I hate being chased. really kill me. It's a lot of chasing and a lot of running. You should play Outlast. And <laughs> you're, you're just a weak little kid. You can't fight anything. You no, have to I, hide or run. Watching Markiplier play through so <clears throat> many horror games has made me realize I cannot do chasing games mm -mm. because every time he was doing something where like a section where he just had to run and get as fast like go as fast as he can and like not make any sort of mistakes i was just like <sighs> mm -hmm. <laughs> apparently i'm very good at that <clears throat> as we yeah. learned from me playing outlast <laughs> maybe you should play inside then yeah maybe laney shouldn't That's um i agree <laughs> i still am absolutely terrified of all horror games but now at least i know that I do okay. Well, worst case scenario with this one, 
you you know you get crushed on the ground when you land and i wrong. scream a lot and you uh, no you wouldn't well you would scream i the, would scream the little the little boy makes no, the very, little boy is gonna be calmer than i ever the little boy's very calm it's a it's a pretty quiet game actually um and the the little boy's very calm even when he's being like ripped apart by dogs and stuff you know that's how i want to go <laughs> calmly ripped apart by dogs <laughs> Wow. Maybe something's <laughs> happening, you know? Jensen, <clears throat> what are you playing? Um, well, I finished Prey. Um, oh, man. Prey, you guys. You should all play Prey. It's really good. Um, my predictions were somehow both correct and incorrect, which made me really happy because I actually came up with my theory for what was going on, like, three hours into the game and I was like oh that would be really cool but I also kind of hope I'm wrong because I guessed it three hours into the, the game but I was both right and wrong so that was nice uh -huh. yeah um but I definitely think you all should play it Lainey's already told me that she doesn't want to play it because she doesn't like the inventory system which is the lamest reason Doesn't to not watch. play a game <laughs> okay can I just say there are many a game where like I saw the inventory system and I went Oh my gosh, I don't want to play that. Um, and there are games that I experienced the inventory se um, section, and I was like, whoa, I know why I don't like this. Okay, well, I feel like the overall gameplay and the story are really fun enough that you should be able to just get past it. Just play it on super easy. There's story mode. All right, her response is a cough, <laughs> so I guess I'll move on. I expect at least Elsa will listen to me and play it. Maybe Aaron will listen to me and play it too. It's only a tiny bit scary. I, I'm, I'm not worried about it being scary. Less than Bioshock, for sure. Huh. Yeah, let's see. Oh, I did. <laughs> I said last time that I was going to play Bioshock on hard. I started it. Bioshock on hard is very hard. <laughs> Yes. And I can do it. I know I can do it. But I don't really want to sit down and just do it all in one go. So I'm spacing it out. I'm taking it a little bit at a time because it's kind of, it's it's quite exhausting. Mm. Um, I die a lot more. Well, like I haven't, I haven't been able to actually die because I don't, I have to beat it without using a Vita Chamber. But like, I end up going through like health things a lot and it's just, it's kind of, Frustrating. Yeah, uh -huh. it's a bit tedious, so I kind of <clears throat> I'm taking it slow. Um, but I did start a new playthrough of Dragon Age Origins with Lainey. We got jealous of Elsa. Yeah, we got really <laughs> jealous of Elsa. So we started playing it on hard. Um, never played it on hard before. I'm actually finding that it's not really much of a difficulty spike. I feel like casual to normal was like a crazy yeah. difficulty spike. Like we were just... <laughs> In casual, you, I barely ever used potions. I forgot that I had potions, and I never had the, like, quick health thingy in my... In casual, like, you could fall asleep during a boss battle. And oh, yeah. <laughs> literally, I have. Yeah. I literally have fallen asleep playing Dragon Age and woken up to find out that I cleared out a room. But, but on normal, we were suddenly just, like, chugging health potions constantly. Like shots. Yeah, shots, like shots, 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 yeah. <laughs> And like tic tacs, hmm. but on hard, it feels easier than normal. Okay, and I think the weird. really I 
only think the difference between normal and hard is that hard enables friendly fire at half damage. Yeah. And normal has no friendly fire. Yeah. And that is, that is becoming a pain. I accidentally killed everyone <laughs> in my group a couple of times. I'm I really like good. took control of, I think I took control of Morrigan at one part to like kill off a bunch of enemies in the circle tower and I accidentally killed everyone else on the team. I've been pretty good about it. <laughs> However, I have cast a fireball a couple times with me like in the middle of it. Oh yeah. And uh, that makes me go flying. But when I... I'm playing as the burning man, it, I don't Oh yeah, take I any did damage. that a ton as the burning dam <sighs> burning man, but yeah, you don't take any damage. But you do get knocked backwards, but I'm like, whatever. <laughs> it's worth it. Um but this time I it's the first time I've ever played as a dwarven noble, so that's really fun. Um it's a new experience. And then I also started playing Elder Scrolls Blades because I got a fancy new phone and I finally can play it. And I have notes. Though, <laughs> <laughs> overall, I'm really enjoying it. But um, yeah, I am running into some things that I'm like, okay, that's really, really annoying. Uh, the chest system, I've heard a lot of people complain about like the chests and how you have to wait for like hours to open them and they stack up. And I feel like, I understand where they're coming from because the chests are kind of annoying that like you have to wait an hour for a silver one to open and six hours for a gold one to open. But also I've heard people say, you know, I just had so many stacked up that I just had to spend money to open them. And I'm like, I don't think you're as committed to not spending money on a thing as I am mm -hmm. <laughs> because I have been very committed, like setting hourly alarms to like go and open the silver things so that <laughs> I can be like, no, I'm not spending any money in this and I'm going to get all the things I can. They've just never been broke enough. I know. They've never been broke enough. Exactly. Y'all have never been broke they're enough privileged. and it really shows. <laughs> Either that or they're just really unwise with their money. Like we know someone who has spent thousands of dollars on one of those mobile games with what? microtransactions. Oh How I, I look at the that. like store yeah. things and whenever they have the like, here's the $99 purchase, I'm always like, Never in a million years. I, mean, I don't care how rich I, I am. Say, I'm not spending $99 in one go on right. a mobile game. Uh, I'll say <laughs> I do every so often I get really tempted to like spend actual money to get some coins for the Arcana. But then I remind myself, no, you don't need extra coins. You get like 65 per day. You're yeah. going to be fine. Like you just have to wait a couple more days. Yeah. And then my little it is like, no, wait. What's now? <laughs> I know, like you can get, you can get free gems, and the gems you can use to like buy things from the store. You get a couple free gems a day. Yeah. If I just keep saving them up, right now I have like two hundred and fifty. I just keep saving them right. up. Eventually, I can buy myself something cool. It's like you just I, have to hoard it like a dragon. Yeah, I do the same thing with Microsoft <laughs> Rewards, and that's how I pay for all my DLCs. I get five dollars for my from Microsoft like a month, and then I save it all up and I buy DLC with it. But anyway, slight tangent. <laughs> slight tangent. Um, some of my problems with blades, they've actually seemed to have fixed in the most recent update. Um, I used to have a lot of problem with it. Like, I'd be, if I was holding it in, in landscape mode and using the virtual joysticks, it would sometimes mistake my left hand um, for my right hand and start moving the my character's head instead of moving where they were going. And that was really annoying, but they seem to, they've like put in a, a, um, what's it called? 
a new option in the settings and I was able to turn that off and now it doesn't do it anymore. I don't know why that was a feature in the settings, but <laughs> it was and now it's gone. And then my other big complaint was that the initial loading time, is it used to be just crazy long. Mm. Like I would turn on the thing and then put it down for a couple minutes and come back just in time to see it finish loading. <laughs> but now it's really, really fast. It takes like 30 seconds. So that's nice. Um, and then my last big problem with it is just that, oh my gosh, like this game makes Dragon Age 2's settings look super diverse. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like reusing maps like nobody's business. I think there are only four maps. <laughs> I really do. And they have the same items in the same places. Yeah, I'm starting to memorize. look alike. <laughs> like, <laughs> the only thing that changes is, like, the um, the enemy placement and where chests are located. But, like, the secret areas are all in the exact same spot. <laughs> the food is all in the exact same spot. There's this one place where I always know. I'm always like, oh, there's that sweet roll again. It's right there. No one's stolen it yet. Yeah. Oh, no one's stolen my sweet roll. And then there's another place where I'm like, oh, oh, this is the end of the cave that has the leak on the ground. Okay. <laughs> now I know which side of the cave I'm on. I just thought of selecting a bagel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah, so it's still got some problems, but it is an early access. So I'm, I, and I like that when they did this most recent update, they seem to have fixed a lot of things that I was struggling with. So I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes. You know, I think that, I think it could improve a lot by the time they, they put it out. I'm cautiously optimistic. So I am ashamed to say that I am in the same exact place I was the last time we recorded with Assassin's Creed 3 because I'm a big liar and a coward. <laughs> but a I did start. Little. Yes. I am dumb and a coward and I look like Chicken Little. This is how this is what my life has become. But I did start playing Dragon Age on hard. Um, and I'm very excited to keep going with that. I'm playing as an elven mage, um, and I'm very excited to romance Liliana, mm. and, um, For the first time ever, right? Yes, it's my first time romancing Liliana, and, yeah, I'm just really Liliana's excited. great. I don't She's know how fun. it's taking you this long. She's so sweet. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, like, I really like Morgan, and Alistair is very charming, so. Okay, I'll give you, I'll give you that. Morgan is really fun to romance. Oh no, I think it was just that Liliana's church vibes always kind of like, mm. yeah, it's a little bit. She's <laughs> she's quite churchy, but she's also really fun, and her accent is just like the it's cutest so thing ever. Cute, I know. It's like she weird does have French. A really nice accent. Yeah, it makes but... me happy. I like to just like go over and talk to her, and then just let her talk about whatever. I just don't even care. It's Personally, just, I also like, think. The lesbian romance with her is going to be very fun. Yeah. Because. It also makes the church thing better. Yeah. Just a little. Even though the Chantry has nothing against that. Yeah. No, but like, okay. Never Chantry mind. doesn't care. Yeah. Chantry's. So then she's the only place I'm, ta I'm, th I'm yeah. thinking of. I'm thinking of real world analogs. Uh, but yeah. But yeah. real okay. world analogs. Yeah. That's interesting. And also, it's just because I love the conversation where she starts out with like, 
I love what you do with your hair. And that you can end up initiating the romance with her in that conversation if you're female. But I gotta say my favorite conversation to have with her is when you're playing as a guy and she starts talking about shoes and then you start being like, I love shoes. Oh, that's cute. (laughs) Yeah, Mm. so I'm excited for that. I'm also... uh, Like, I started it mostly because I got really into this YouTube channel. Um, I think it's Gil Dertha, Dertalyn, I think. Which basically, I think... Lainey, trying to give a shout out, but can't remember the (laughs) name. But I'm pretty sure Dertalyn, like, translates to dirt child, kind of. (laughs) Um, But she's great. She does lore on Dragon Age. Is it you? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> she does lore on Dragon Age and she her channel is great, but um listening to all of her uh videos made me want to replay Inquisition and re-romance Solace. So that's exactly what I'm gonna do because I'm trash. Is this the third time or the fourth? Third. Okay. It's the third. It's not okay, it's definitely not the third of the games that I've started. Yeah. But it's going to be the third of the games that I've completed. Romance <laughs> What can I say? I love to have my heart broken into little pieces. I, I know that I can't talk that much because I've only beaten it twice and both times I've romanced Cullen. I'm so... But... Like, why? Because he's really He's fun. nice. He's fine. It's just... Anyway. Okay. Boring. Okay. And not Let's not enough. get into a whole thing about it. Not sad enough for me. <laughs> okay, but yeah, that's... That's where I'm at. So, first question. If you were going to adapt your life into a video game, what genre would it be, Erin? Oh, gosh, you guys. <laughs> this is really sad. Like, when I was a kid, I feel like I would have been, like, an RPG fantasy or, like, Halo. <laughs> but now that I'm an adult and I've been screwed your over sp- by the spirit economy. Your spirit has been <laughs> crushed. Yeah. I'm Much like a f- flame being extinguished. <laughs> bitter, mean, and jaded and been screwed over by the economy and unexpected healthcare bills. <laughs> um, I would adapt my life into a builder uh, like The Sims. So I could just dr- build my dream home for somewhat cheap. Work would only take a few minutes. Food would take almost <laughs> no time to prepare. Like, you just look in the fridge and you're like, I'm going to eat this. And then you eat a meal and it's fabulous. Plus, you could level up to the point where you don't need to eat food anymore. Oh, that's mm-hmm. true. Or use cheats. Yeah. <laughs> or use <laughs> cheats. Mother load and t- pool prop testings. Cheats enabled true where you at. <laughs> <laughs> and then just drop a satellite on anyone who annoys you. <laughs> But yeah, mm. and having kids would be a cinch. Like, <laughs> you just pop them right out. <laughs> like Tic Tacs. This is another podcast we lovingly refer to children as human Tic Tacs. Oh, no. <laughs> what, do you want me to call them shorties? Yes. <laughs> it makes me think of Liz Lemon. <laughs> Oh gosh, but yeah. Oh, plus I could make my body look as amazing as I wanted it to. Like no exercise or diet necessary. <laughs> like whose dream? Who doesn't have that dream? Like let's be real. Um, I am better at sim life. Yeah, <laughs> not me. Yeah, yeah ladies, way ladies. worse. <laughs> worse I'm crushed by a satellite, and I'd have to go talk to a therapist. Wait. <laughs> 
Great. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I do know instant gratification isn't happiness or whatever. So I would, you know, slow time down whenever I felt like it or just go back to normal life and then pop back and forth. I think that'd be great. Hmm. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so I want to say something fun, like a fantasy RPG or like a dating simulator. But <laughs> Dream Daddy. <laughs> like that one, exactly. No, or catchable boyfriend. <laughs> That's the dream. Dating pigeons. Um, But the thing is, I am a tax attorney who repeatedly fails to avoid being led to secondary locations. (laughs) In spite of the fact that I know better. So the most exciting thing you'd hope for is like a really tense, realistic survival horror. Um, But more accurately, it would probably be like a puzzle game with really bad reviews. (laughs) But like a loyal fan base you know there's a few people who are like well I think it's fun and everybody else is like shut up <laughs> Jensen what about you well I'd like to say that it's a a grand RPG with interesting characters and lots of adventure and success but I actually think it's more like the very beginning of an RPG where <laughs> nothing interesting has happened yet and a lot of your choices have been made for you your, by circumstance. Your outfit is like the worst one. Yeah. <laughs> your outfit is the crappy one that you're like, oh, I can't everybody wait to like, change out like, of that. Everybody calls you like farm boy. Yeah, because you haven't chosen your name yet. Right. And you're just like running around doing random stuff. You might stuff. even still be the generic character who's got a helmet on so you can't see yeah. their face. And they're like, oh, you have to help me. My chickens are loose in the village yeah you're doing all kinds of dumb things that you hate like the beginning of of twilight princess when you have to hurt all those uh, sheep actually i love the beginning of oh i hate it so much you can do fishing mini games and hurting sheep (laughs) it's so boring the lady wants us to belong that's my life it's It's the the boring part of an rpg the mayor likes you there's that cute girl who's giving you googly eyes and you got a horse okay okay that's the difference you know how a lot of times the beginning of an rpg you've got someone who's like like a love interest who's gonna die but like they're like you find out that they're pregnant or something the beginning of my rpg doesn't have that there's no love interest i'm sad and just alone and in a dark corner and nothing interesting is happening and i'm the generic character (laughs) yeah but there's a love interest just not in the beginning of the game. <laughs> no, and that's where my life perpetually is. <laughs> as no. soon as I finish it, it just starts over again. Oh. So yours is torture. Yeah. Okay. It's like, it's like, what's, it's like the Dalish elf um, origin. Oh, just, but Tamlin's love interest. But I always but forget Tamlin's to talk to ridiculous. him. <laughs> but I don't really like Tamlin. And I always forget to talk to him. I always forget he's there. <laughs> Anyway. (laughs) So, Lainey, what's your life like? Okay, so, um, knowing me, it would probably be something indie and weird, like a walking simulator, where you keep getting phone calls, (laughs) and you're ignoring them for no apparent reason, and you don't really know what is going on, and you're crying, like, a lot. (laughs) So, like, not really Edith Finch, like, something that's not nearly as deep, because you know me. Um, this sounds more like one of those sort of walking simulator horror games. Yeah, kind of like, existential. Don't knock weird. twice or layers of fear. Yeah, 
less layers of fear because I don't, I'm not human skin canvas. That's not my life. But, um. Are you sure? Because you talk about cannibalism a lot. Yeah, don't participate, Jensen. <laughs> that we know of. I'm not going to announce on the podcast my dastardly secret. She'll wait till we stop recording. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but like something weird and existential and like nothing like gory. But yeah, um, however, if this is me adapting the game, whatever I want, then I would want it to be a very 80s inspired side scroller where you're just going around to random locations like underwater volcano labs, just beating up bad guys with a crowbar with like <laughs> awesome soundtrack too. So nice. yeah, that's mm -hmm. what I want. Okay. <laughs> I know, I know what I, I know what I was born for, but I also know what I want. So, what games do you have to mute, and what do you listen to instead, Aaron? Um, so I haven't really done that since the original Xbox days when I was playing that, you know, fantastic Obi-Wan game. The one that we weren't sure existed until <laughs> we were playing more. Yeah. I still don't know what this game is. I keep forgetting to look it up. Fantastic. It's basically... You're Obi-Wan, and you're playing through scenes that are somewhat, um... Somewhat similar, Somewhat similar to what happens in the movie? To the Phantom Menace, yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, I know when I watch someone play a Soulsborne game, and especially when they're fighting bosses, I get so stressed out. Like, it's some of the most stressful music I've ever heard in my life, you guys. <laughs> I know, it's a beautiful score, but it's so tense. Yeah, it's so intense. <laughs> and, you know, never mind that you're already fighting a freaking insane boss, but, like... <laughs> Ugh, I'm getting also, anxiety. The of hell yeah. down on you. <laughs> Aaron's just awesome. like <laughs> thinking about the music. She's starting to like. It's fidget. giving me anxiety. Like, ooh, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Probably another reason I don't play Soulsborne games. <laughs> yeah, I love Dark Souls, and I love the music in Dark Souls. But I do find that there's some boss battles where I have to mute it, or else I can't focus. Because it's it's a lot of tension. Mm -hmm. um, and then there's some exceptions, though. I remember I remember when I did the Abyss Watchers battle, it helped to have it nice and loud so I could hear absolutely everything. And I don't know what the difference is besides that I really liked that song, but it didn't feel... Uh, it didn't feel like it was attacking me mm. the way that some of the other music in yeah. those games does. Like the music that plays when you're fighting Ornstein and Smog. I feel like that, that music, that music is, is trying to murder me. Yeah, that music is trying own. to hunt me down and kill me. Yeah, and so it's uh, a third enemy in that fight. So if um, so if I if I if I've done like four or five runs and it seems like I'm not getting anywhere or like I'm having a hard time with it, sometimes it can help if I turn the volume way down or if I even mute it. Um, and then the other times when I'll mute it is if I'm grinding, just because um the sound mixing in those games kind of drives me crazy too. The crunch of the, the crunch grass. of the grass oh, as you run over it and the the yeah um it's so loud it's like yeah and Sekiro like, what am I walking on little twigs and small animal bones? <laughs> I don't know. This is a Soulsborne game maybe. And Sekiro has a similar thing where every single time you get a death blow it does the death blow noise. Uh, and it is loud. Uh, and so like when I'm <laughs> so when I'm going through an area in Sekiro like when I'm farming or whatever. A lot of the time, I'll turn the volume way down and I'll um and I'll turn up the music. It just reminded me of, of 
I watched a movie night's video about the Howling series, mm-hmm. and in Howling Five, every time someone died, they played this really dramatic music every single time. <laughs> it was so stupid. <laughs> It's a little like that, except that, like, the noise is still effective. Yeah. And it's still a really good bit of sound design in certain situations. Yeah. Um, and particularly in boss battles. Like, it makes those death blow moments just so satisfying. But when you're just grinding, like, when you're just killing the same three rat assassins over and over and over again yeah. so you can get more sugar... It's just like ah, it gets old. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I listen. I have a couple of playlists that I that are tried and true, and recently I've been listening to a lot of Grimes, Salem, Purity Ring, Birthday Massacre, um, a lot of the stuff that was kind of on my like Rosenrot playlist, mm-hmm. um, because I've also been working on that book. So yeah. lots of Witch House. <laughs> oh, sorry. I just remembered another one that I did back in the days of Xbox. Um. So. I think it was Grand Theft Auto. Was it San Andreas? Mm-hmm. Oh, I think yeah. So in that game, you could either listen to like the games radio, or you could put on your music that you had downloaded to your Xbox. Oh, that's fun. it. Was so cool. Mm-hmm. That yeah, was really cool. So I was like listening to you know some of those classic two thousands hits like Cake's Comfort Eagle album and some YouTube and. Good Charlotte, <laughs> stuff like that. Definitely a better choice because uh, one of the things that I feel like is a big difference between the Grand Theft Auto series and the Saints oh. Row series, which they always get compared all the time because Saints Row is a bit like a ripoff of Grand Theft Auto that mm. went in a weird direction. The like, <laughs> The One of the biggest differences, though, through the whole series, even when it was very similar to Grand Theft Auto, is... Saints Row has always had better music. Way better. Mm-hmm. Mm. Grand Theft Auto, I rarely ever listen to the radio, and I do often Excuse listen me. to other music. While Grand Theft Auto doesn't have Pepper by the Butthole Surfers, no. and so I will never <laughs> there respect is... the music choice of Grand Theft Auto. And you're laughing because I said Butthole. <laughs> I forgot I that was a band. <laughs> yes. Yes, it's well, a real band. They really decided to I call themselves that. I like to imagine that like one or two of them have moms that are just like, <laughs> I don't I like that name. Why couldn't you have had a nice name? <laughs> well, I remember playing Grand Theft Auto Five. There was only one song on the on all of the radio stations that I liked, and I don't even remember what song it was. I just remember it was by Fergie, and I was like, this song's okay. <laughs> and every time that one would come out, I'd be like, oh, I'd turn on the volume. Yeah. And I, I did actually, I did one time <laughs> drive full speed down the highway, weaving in and out of traffic <laughs> while mouthing along to I Want It That Way by the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> I w- it was like two in the morning. But I was exhausted. In Saints Row, it's, con- like, it's canon that you and other players will like be driving around in the car and we'll sing along to the yeah. songs in the radio and it's great. Aww. What's the one that you sing with Pierce? Uh, Just a Friend, Fizz Marquee. Yeah, yeah. It's the best. And you also sing um, the one, the the one with Shoes on My Feet, that one. The, the one with um, with Paul Abdul and the cat. Oh yeah, that one. Uh, and then the uh, Opposites Attract. The yeah. Reason Something Something Some Something. That one. Isn't that? That's not that Fizz, one, that's no, not Fizz that Marquee. One's... I can't remember what that one is. It, yeah, I don't remember. But that one. So like, yeah. there's three songs that you sing along with. And those are just what I've homies. got. Yes. And there's just yeah. three songs. 
those are just three of like just a huge soundtrack of amazing yeah, stories. I'd like to it's point like, out come on, that the I'll let Aquabats you be the exist in the yeah. universe of Saints Row. The Aquabats Row. have Ooh. a song in the first Saints Row yes. game that plays, and it's awesome. It's which one? Is it? Is it Hey Homies? No, 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 no. Dang. It's a different one. I just remember being oh, it's my amazing. favorite one. I think I remember being confused that it wasn't Rickshaws. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, keep want, I keep wanting to ask Christian about that and be like, why didn't you guys, like... like why didn't you do Rickshaws? Wait, or no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, it should have been Rickshaws, but like, like, how come it was only the first game? Like, uh, why yeah. wasn't there more music in the second? Well, and, and I don't remember... Fourth, like, I don't remember what song it was, but I know it's a song that I liked, but I do remember thinking there are more appropriate Aquabat songs for this Yeah, universe. well, rickshaws. But, like, yeah, yeah there, there could have been a lot of them, but I, I keep forgetting to ask him about that. Yeah. I, like, didn't even register that the Aquabats was, like, a thing that Christian was in. Like, I thought that they were separate. I didn't know Christian was in the Aquabats <laughs> when I was growing up. And then I got older, and I realized that, that he was the lead singer, and that they've met Gerard Way. Like, well, I met just, him. Well, Lainey, the thing is, is that <laughs> they, they've they been around and they were relevant, you know, years and years before you were born, my Yeah, child. but <laughs> they were relevant when I was older, too. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, but you know what I mean? Like, you really always weird. just took it for granted that it's, like, that's Christian. Yeah. That's our cousin. It's Christian. just weird. Or cousin-in-law. Because it, like, never cousin. registered until much later, and then I was, like, what? Cousin-in-laws are cousins, too. They're cousins. That's true. By marriage. <laughs> Megan. Uh, <laughs> like Red Dead. There was that time when Meg when uh, Dad claimed that Megan was his other child that nobody knew about. Yeah. <laughs> at the family reunion to keep everybody from He's asking our, weird she's questions. She's ours. <laughs> she's ours. So we were with our very, very conservative Idaho family at an Idaho reunion, and Becca had brought her new wife, Megan. And oh, everybody just kept at, kept pointing to Megan and being like, who does she belong to? <laughs> and dad just went, she's ours. She's, our, she's ours. She was like, stars. dad was like, I am the only blonde one in the vicinity. <laughs> okay, Megan, you're ours. It was so like, it was so eye rolly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, honestly, we all just kind of exchanged looks like, just wander in the wilderness for 40 years until all these people are dead. <laughs> <laughs> What? Oh my goodness, Elsa. What the heck? I think dad even said that at one point. Probably. No one can. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that was quite the tangent. Okay. <laughs> this is not Tangent the Podcast. We can't oh. name a second episode. I'll get us back tangent on Tangent the Podcast. Yeah, Elsa. So, the other game that has great music. A lot, see, the thing is, a lot of these video games have really good music, mm-hmm. but they get repetitive. Um, like Devil May Cry. Um, for example, the song starts over basically every time you initiate a battle, <laughs> yeah. which in the bloody palace, especially it's like, <sighs> so you kind of just have to, you kind of just have to put on a playlist for that one. Yeah. I do um, feel like devil trigger has gotten old and I haven't even played that game. Very it's much. a great song, <laughs> but I've listened song. to the first 30 seconds a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but like, um, for example, Inside has really good music, but it's subtle. Like one of the things about that game that makes it unique is there's no, there's no like text, there's no dialogue, there's no storytelling in any sort of traditional language way. It's all just visual and Mm -hmm. then it's got very good sound mixing and it, it, it's pretty spare with its use of sound. Like you hear the dogs barking when they're chasing you down and. Um, and your little kid, his breathing gets faster when he's scared. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but like there, but the moments, it makes the moments when there is music so much more effective. So like, that's an example of a game that's like the total opposite where I, 
turned the volume up as loud as it could go and tried to really focus on what was going on. Mm-hmm. Not to be that person in the podcast, but that doesn't really bring us back to where we were with Jensen. Well, she was finishing her thought. I hadn't really started my thought yet. I was just building off of it because mm-hmm. Grand Theft Auto was we're relevant. Not paying attention. Yes, yeah. we we're not paying attention. <laughs> anyway, Jensen, what's your answer? <laughs> yeah. Um, if you checked the notes, you would know, Lane. Yeah, were you, were you talking? This is why we have notes. <laughs> I was looking through the notes. My phone's at 12%. I'm being... I'm, Using it conservatively. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, so for me, it would Karen definitely say word. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Just... Please don't call it that. <laughs> You'll notice I didn't call it that in front of the nephew. <laughs> yeah, I, I like had to stop myself. I like it. I was like better ah. being referred to as the safe word. <laughs> I was like. Huh, that's kind of like a safe word. And then I was like, wait, there's like an 11-year-old here. I know. Huh. I kept having to try and catch myself. I did mention sexy times while we were talking about redemption. I and like, I was like, wait. I really hope there's children me. here. It was the nephew who suggested you pay for the girl. That's I true. know. <laughs> I was just like, I really hope they're just really into their Switch games right now because... Totally oh, man. Okay. <laughs> So uh, I think the main one for me. Wait. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm sorry. But if you knew there wasn't sexy times with the girl in the tub, how did you? Because I paid for it. <laughs> I paid to not get sexy times. It was 50 cents. I was curious. It was like, do you want the girl to come in and help you? And I was like. What's she gonna do? <laughs> Just like, no, you what were kind like, of helping is this? You were like, what's she gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> Only a little, but mostly I was just like, okay, what is this gonna entail? And so I like was like, sure. And then she literally just like sat there washing my arm and I was like, I, was like, I can do this myself. <laughs> what my are you doing? Like, at least wash my hair, woman. I mean, yeah, I'm like, maybe go for the back. I can't reach that so well. <laughs> I had a dead animal on my shoulder. There's blood all over me. You know? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Jensen, you're wonderful. Okay. Okay. Anyway, I think for me, mine would definitely be uh, Fallout. Because I love those games and I love the music in them. But there are only so many times that I can listen to Bongo, 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 I don't want to leave the Congo, no, 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 Before my brain starts leaking out my ears. Bingo, bango, bango, I'm happy in the Congo, I refuse to go. Seriously. Also, that song's very racist. Yeah. It's like super offensive. But like, I, I like, I love those songs kind of because they're like, they're fun to sing sing along with and you learn all the words by the time yeah. you're like done playing you know even the ones you hate yeah <laughs> 60 minute man oh, I, immediately, th- I immediately thought of rocking 69 <laughs> <laughs> but I, because i've listened to them so much and i just can't do it anymore so i generally will like watch a show while i'm playing it um and a lot of times i'll watch like portlandia or stranger things or to my shame, family guy. <laughs> um, but then I also, I recently, like, when I played Assassin's Creed Origins, towards the end, 
Um, it was like right before Odyssey came out, like literally three days before Odyssey came out, I was still trying to beat Origins and I wanted to beat it in time to be able to play Odyssey right away. And so I just like turned on the subtitles, turned on music and just tried to get through it as quick as possible. And I have very fond memories of clearing out a fort while listening to Macy Gray's I Try. And so that was probably my favorite experience, listening to music while playing a game. That and oh, I once did that with Mass Effect 3. But I don't have a specific song. Well, Battle Scars played in the um, the uh, mission with Jacob, and oh, you yeah. romanced him in the. Second I had romanced one. him, and then in the third one, he dumped me for that other girl, <laughs> and I still had to save him and his girlfriend. And Battle Scars was playing while we were fighting off Cerberus, and it was really dramatic and really <laughs> cool. Yeah, it just made the moment so much better for Jacob being the blandest love interest in the second game. He does make quite well, a fair bit of drama yeah. in the third. <laughs> I had planned out that playthrough just perfectly. Like every choice I knew what I was going to make before I made it so that I could just have like the most dramatic and like craziest storyline for that character. And it was so cool. And then when Battle Scars played during that part, it was just like, yes, this has, this has worked out so perfectly. <laughs> oh, it was a great great moment thank you for reminding me of that mm -hmm. <laughs> well water sisters four decides to to annoy me annoy you. <laughs> um so for uh my example i'd have to say the sims not because the music is bad i generally think that the music in the sims games is pretty calming occasionally it gets monotonous and um stuff like that but uh it's mostly just the sounds of the sims like your sims talking and the baby screaming and the television on and your sim peeing themselves and then shouting garble flu mahana to the heavens like i'm just i'm supposed to be their all-knowing deity that can help them but like man i don't know what i'm doing um, um also don't forget listening to Katy Perry singing her songs in Simlish. In Simlish. Oh, no. Yes. You what? can find video of that. Well, yeah. There's... You can find video of them recording her singing in Simlish, in Simlish. and it's hilarious. Yeah, no, oh they gosh. have tons of songs in The Sims, specifically the fourth one, that, like, are actual songs that we have. The one that I'm thinking of is Welcome to Your Life by Group Love. Yeah. Where it's done in Simlish. Sometimes, sometimes <laughs> when I listen to that song, I hear the Simlish instead <laughs> of the real words. Because <laughs> it problem. just played so much. That's too much. Yeah, it plays a lot. It's too much. If like, you forget that your radio is just on constantly, which I do frequently when I play The Sims, <laughs> then that song comes up a lot. Yeah. Especially when it's like one of the only ones you've chosen to play. Well, because also, it's one of the only ones that isn't stupid. I also always put it on the indie station, and it's like one yeah. of the only songs on the indie station. There's like three songs on the indie yeah. station. Yeah. So, um,. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of Witch House, like Elsa, because we've been bonding over the fact that we both like Witch House. Um, but <laughs> I did go back to listening to Melanie Martinez, uh, phase from my teenagehood, still in my teenagehood, guess, but, um, but because she's coming out with a new album and a film, um, which it's gonna be super weird. But generally when I play uh, play games and I don't really need to like pay attention to it, I'll watch a show like Jensen does. And recently I've been watching New Girl and Sailor Moon. 
I'm almost done with the first season of Sailor Moon. And let me tell you, that's like 47 episodes. And most of them are the exact same thing over and over and over Yeah, it's very Monster of the Week. That's why I'm watching uh, Crystal. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, it's like, you can't use girls' good intentions against them. It's unforgivable. And now, in the name of the moon, I'll punish you. Every episode. Every episode. She did the hand movements, too. She did. Nailed it. I can't just not. It's do not the a hand visual medium. It's not a visual medium, so I felt like I, I should inform the yeah, listeners. The I think that's the episode I'll title. I'll punish you. Podcast <laughs> is not a visual medium. <laughs> and so, what not video game thing are you obsessed with right now? Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> so. Um, there's a, a Netflix original <gasps> series called Good Morning Call, and it's a live-action Japanese drama. I knew it! I knew that one! I had it's it on my what? list for so long. It's a live-action Japanese Jada. drama. Oh. Um, it's these two. It's like Meteor Garden. <laughs> it's exactly like Meteor Garden, isn't it? It's, I don't know. I haven't seen that one. That one's ridiculous. It's on my too. list. You have seen one scene from Meteor Garden because of oh, two yeah. seconds. Oh, I don't think I'll be watching that then. Yeah. The, yeah. I have to say the character does the violin is not interesting. He seems like the most boring <laughs> human so being boring. on the earth. But for some weird reason, the main character is always pining after him. And I'm like, what about this, like, this one kid who's like, He's like, okay, I guess he wants to date you. And these other guys who are really attractive and they're not horrible at all. I think Lainey just betrayed that she secretly watches all of and loves Meteor Garden. (laughs) (laughs) Just hangs her head in shame. Dang it. I can't fight you on that one. But yeah, good morning, Paul. So it's um, about a high school boy and girl and they are victims of a property scam or something and so they end up having to live with each other due to other extenuating circumstances. Oh, I've seen ads for this. Yeah, like, because I was really curious because he's the... think about watching it. Yeah. <laughs> no less than four times. <laughs> yeah, you guys sit there on your ivory towers thinking you're better than me. But, but no, every time... I'm the one in my real ivory tower because I'm the one who's free so every time i decided not to watch it when i remembered that it's a tv show not a movie oh and we yeah. are better than yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm sorry but you got there. there no it's good it's good it's like the cliche um love interest like he's he's in the top three most handsome boys in high school and she's just like kind of you know an a no, not really a what? nobody, but she's clumsy and she shy. She likes science. And he, like, hate, they hate each other at first. And, you know, I I love romances like that where they hate each other or one hates the other. <laughs> and grudgingly is like, oh, crap, I like this person. Gotta love a rival dance. <laughs> but I rival just... Mance watched so many episodes that by the time I thought I this is dumb I don't want to watch this it was too late and I'm like well it's great now I have to finish it (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so there's that I'm almost done with the second season which is all there is and then there's a YouTube couple I found um oh yeah they're so cute Rachel and June um she's an American and he's Japanese and they met she went to study abroad in japan they met and fell in love and got married and like 
their they sit down and tell their story and it made me squeeze so hard. I was like, <laughs> it was very cute. Yeah, it I, so much. <laughs> it, it's making me tear. Like, I made I made Zach watch that video because <laughs> I was like trying to tell him. I was like that. Their love story is like a, a TV show. It should be a TV show. And I was like trying to explain how they met and everything. I was like, you know what? Just watch it. <laughs> Poor Zach just had to sit there for 20 minutes <laughs> and watch this video he probably didn't care about. <laughs> but yeah, I'm obsessed with them. They're adorable. So I saw a little film from an up and coming director. Probably haven't heard of him. <laughs> His name is Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> you probably haven't heard of him. Did you see my incredulous look there before you said that? Yeah. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Um, no, so I saw once Didn't upon realize a time. she's being silly. I'm making a joke. So I saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And uh, I think it's my. it might be my favorite movie that he's done. I think it's one that a lot of Tarantino fans, I haven't looked at reviews or anything, but my sense <clears throat> from it is that a lot of people who like his films are probably not going to like this one much. I think it's going to get a lot of slack mm. uh, from slack. whatever. Yeah. Slack is what, you know, when you cut some slack. Slack is like the opposite you of know, slack. slack. <laughs> well, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. I was like, no, you're not arguing with us, Elsa. We're right. Like, I didn't argue. You tried. Like, you full on tried. <laughs> you, I, I had an instinctive reaction. Maybe I was, was right. Like, I can see the cogs working in her brain where she's like, how can I argue that I'm right about this? <laughs> I was like, yes, but actually no. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, you're right. Um, so Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I really liked it. Uh, I feel like this would be a really exciting time to be a film student because you could... You could write yourself a couple of real interesting papers using this film. Um, it's, I mean, on such topics as movies that are about movies. <laughs> the best kind. Um, and you could even do a little bit of stuff with auteur because I really feel like this is, this movie, this film's really enjoyable in spite of the fact that, that Tarantino does betray a lot um, of his ego it doesn't matter. It's still charming. Well, we like, know it's there. Yeah, it manages to be. It manages to be really entertaining. Anyway, it's also the kind of film that like you could talk about celebrity theory because it doesn't really work if the if it doesn't have really well known actors in the roles just because of certain uh, certain kind of meta things going on. And also, there's a lot about violence and about like audience relationship to violence and when it's okay to enjoy violence and whether it's ever really okay to enjoy violence. Or if it's always the same, you know, if there's like a moral support behind it, it's still, you're still, when it comes down to it, you're still enjoying that a person's burning to death. And like, <laughs> and that's horrible. And like, there's a lot to unpack um, about the way he chose to end it too. And I haven't really seen anybody talking about it too much yet because I think it just hasn't been out for long enough. Um, but like by the time we post this, I'm sure there'll be like 60 million video essays and ending explained. And you know, like oh, that. I hate those oh, videos. Oh, <laughs> They're so dumb. Stop explaining the, the the ending to people. If people can't figure out the ending, then well, they don't them, deserve. Just let them try. Yeah, like, probably they, they do know what they it probably is. understand it, but they're just like they're 
not willing to like think about it well, long enough to realize that they understand the and ending. And personally, I mean, maybe yeah. I only feel this way because I ascribe to the death of an author philosophy, but if the film makes you feel one way, it doesn't matter if it made another person feel or think a different way. I think that's what bothers me more than anything <clears throat> else is that those ending explained videos are always like, this is what it yeah, is. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's like not. it's just one person's opinion. It's, it's, allow, it's it doesn't allow for anybody subjective. else's yeah. takeaway. My or... takeaway from one movie is not going to be exact the exact takeaway that another person has from that yeah. movie. Yeah. Well, and with Once Out Upon a Time in Hollywood, I had a very specific takeaway about the ending. And um I and I think I'm right. And I wouldn't mind presenting my theory in like an analytical kind of way but i'm definitely going to have that caveat that like this is just this is my takeaway right. <laughs> i don't know if this was what he intended i don't know if this is any more or less valid than any other theories people have about it but like i definitely got a very very strong impression that i understood what the message was and what was trying to be done in that film and i thought it was interesting and effective and all kinds of good things and um yeah i really liked it i have kind of had a hard time like not thinking about it <laughs> for the ever since I saw it, and uh, yeah, movies about movies. Mm. Cool. Well, um, my thing is my phone. Um, I just got a new <laughs> phone, and I love it so much. Yay! We're going to get married. Um, we're <laughs> planning. Uh, we're planning it for November. Oh, um, ooh, a fall wedding. Yeah, fall That's wedding. Different. Yeah, not quite. Um, not quite a, a winter wedding, but you know, not really a summer wedding because I don't really want, I don't want it to happen around all my friends. This <laughs> is a weird tangent. <laughs> Can I be okay. a bridesmaid? <laughs> no, but that's that's really smart because yeah. like you want to do it after the summer's <clears throat> over and everything's kind of settled down, but before everybody starts getting busy with holiday stuff. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and he's taking also, my last name, <laughs> dude. I. T- Sorry. No, I totally want an October wedding. Give me those Halloween That'd decorations. So you don't want to wear a wedding dress in the summer. Yeah. Like my no. sister and I did like a quote unquote photo shoot in our wedding dresses and yeah. it was summer and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad I got married in December. <laughs> um, no if you do way. a winter wedding, then you can have like a first stole and that's really neat. Oh, that's fun. You can feel yeah. like a fancy lady. You looked like a very fancy winter princess. You look like you a princess. <laughs> Thank you. Erin's right wedding dress is very fancy. <laughs> yes. And she had fancy furs. A ball gown mm. with fancy furs. That was, my mom made the the stall, the fur stall. Oh, yeah. Which is just so neat. Yeah. Ooh, and I remember the train on that dress. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um, anyway. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I humored Lainey. It was, Sorry. It was wild. Um, <laughs> That's what happens every time you humor me. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I... I got the new, the, well, it's actually not really new anymore. It's new to me. Um, the Razer phone too. Elsa got it for me. I have to pay her back. This isn't a present. The present is that I get to pay her back, <laughs> but I get Adult the phone life. now. <laughs> so when you get to pay it. them back for the thing they bought you. Yes. But it means I get it now instead Let of having it. to wait for like months and months. So I love it and it's amazing. It's it's a fancy gaming phone and it's probably the nicest thing I've ever had. <laughs> and so yeah. 
I love Yay. it. Yeah. Um, and then I do have another thing, though. Um, I've been wa- trying to watch movies for How Did This Get Made? And I've finally decided, after years of thinking about watching it, decided to watch Sleepaway Camp. And I watched it with Elsa and Lainey. And Elsa and I both knew the twist at the end. And Lainey didn't. And we'll try not to spoil it, but we'll just say Lainey's reaction to the twist was the most amazing thing. It was so wild. She just like started screaming at the TV and was just like, what? What? Are you? Are you? What the hell? (laughs) And I remember, I specifically remember just being like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Gosh. I feel like you just like screamed an expletive at the TV, (laughs) like just a sustained expletive (laughs) at one point, too. It was like the, guess that Pokemon! It's Pikachu! It's Clefairy! (gasps) Fuck! That was Lainey. Yeah, Yeah. she would just. So we're not furious. We're not gonna spoil it. I mean, it came out like what, 82 or something? But the twist is just so. Insane. It's bananas. It's bananas and it's executed bananasly. (laughs) And if you have not seen Sleepaway Camp, watch Sleepaway Camp. Don't do it. My favorite thing about the end. My favorite thing about the twist of the end, I can't really we can't get into spoilers because people should just watch it. But like that but the thing about the twist at the end is that like putting myself in that situation. There's two shocking things in that scene. Yeah. And one of them, just by virtue of severity, should be more shocking than the other. But it's not. But it isn't. Because so of the way it's funny. everything's set up. It and almost yeah. feels like a commentary on society, but then the rest of the movie is just so bad. <laughs> it's, it is a dumb movie. There's so many things where I'm just like, why is this happening? <laughs> like, I was just so confused. And there were so many. Oh my gosh. So my opening scene. The one guy got killed by bees and then he fell on the ground. It was clearly like a different kid. (laughs) Like he was blonde and then he was dead and he looked like he had been stung by bees for like weeks on end. Yeah. And his hair was brown. And it was like like Did the bees change his hair? I know. And then he's like he's like covered in welts and like And then there's the one like mean girl who has absolutely no yes. torso and she has the face of a 30-year-old woman but she's playing like a 13-year-old girl. She apparently lives and she comes back in one of the sequels. Oh my god. Or, or they oh might my have goodness. they might have released like a, a like a a like epilogue thing just about her but she lived. Oh my god. Oh yeah, she did live. Yeah. And like, she but like, lived. yeah, and then Wait, there's the I just girl. remembered how they like, yeah. like implied yeah. that she died. Ooh. But then there's the other girl who gets stabbed through the shower and for some reason like leans back into the knife <laughs> so it can slice her all the way down and it's like, just move away. We're like, <laughs> and we're not even going to talk about the fact that she was like about to go on a date with a 70-year-old man. <laughs> this movie is just it's bananas. It's bonkers. <laughs> and I, I really recommend that people watch it. I don't. Because <laughs> it is just, it's so weird. I watched it specifically so that I could listen to the How Did This Get Made episode of it. Because you know what? No. I heard so many people say it was one of their best episodes. And it was pretty great. Have- but it was like... It was especially great having watched the movie. You've got to watch <laughs> the movie 
just for the twist. Yeah. But that's it. But you can't just like skip and watch but, the like, last 10 minutes you because you need the lead up of, of the movie. It's it's like <clears throat> the twist would not be as crazy yeah. and, and just just wild without watching the movie. You got to watch the entire movie. Like just settle in with some friends, eat some Cheetos, drink some Mountain Dew, make fun of it the entire time and you will have a great time. Yes. Anyway, I think we've talked about Sleepaway Camp quite enough. So lady. All right. So uh, I found out in the year of our Lord 2019 that (laughs) you can download books from the library onto your laptop. So I don't even have to go out in public. Wait, really? <laughs> yes. Lady's like, I never need to leave the house I again. I don't need to leave the house to get books. <laughs> you guys just not going to tell me this? She's telling you now. <laughs> but you two don't look surprised. She told me this morning. Oh. I'm sorry. Yeah, so like. <laughs> I've known for a few That's years. been my. That's Aaron. Been my... <laughs> sorry. I thought everyone knew. No. Okay, the thing is, is that it's like my generation that's like, you're supposed to be like savants with technology. <laughs> and I'm the one who's like, I cannot use an iPhone to save my life. I did not know that you could download library books onto your laptop and read them. And you still ask me for help anytime there's any problem with anything electronic. Yeah. <laughs> I, I... It's because I'm lazy. <laughs> um, but. Such is my life. Because of this, I've been reading a lot more. And uh, right now I'm currently obsessed with the Grisha trilogy. I can't tell if I like it or if I don't like it. I have a lot of extreme feelings on it. But the biggest thing I can say about it is that it has one of the most heinous examples of the sweetheart, childhood sweetheart trope gone wrong. And that, why does the love interest of the childhood sweetheart trope always have to be the most wonderbred guy Ugh. oh my gosh i like don't understand for ned the... nickerson but not anyone ned nickerson else. is the <laughs> only one the only one like there's like a couple good examples like ned nickerson and like i always liked ann and gilbert from oh, anna green gables cute. but i feel like in those situations they're a lot older and there's the westermark effect that i always felt like made it kind of incestuous and weird if they, like, knew each other before the age of six, oh, and they, like, grew up together. If they, like, knew each other as acquaintances, whatever. But if they, like, grew up together from the age of six, it's weird. And it, this is one of those situations in that book where they're, like, we're basically brother and sister. But, like, now they're trying to sell this grody romance to me, and it's just boring. And, oh, my God. Goodness, I hate it. But there well, are other things. You're obsessed with these books. But the other thing is, is that I like do like the books. Like it's got a really cool hard magic system, and I like some of the characters. I really like the duology that's in the same universe. The Six of duology? Crows duology is great. That one has a lot of likable characters, and it doesn't have those those <laughs> duality duology. Oh. A you trilogy. don't mean duality. No. No, duology a trilogy. is a series of two uh, books. Duology. Uh, oh, I thought you were just saying the wrong word. I'm not alone. Aaron thought so too. Oh. I love how Aaron says the, thinks the same thing as me, but Lainey's like, ah, Jensen. <laughs> I'm like, no, Aaron is a sweetheart and we're glad to have her here. Aaron is the actual princess, so I guess she's forgiven of all sins. But 
<laughs> yeah, I just kind of want to read the entire universe so that I can get caught up with everything and I can be up to date with the booktube community because I haven't been for a while. So that's basically what I've been obsessed with and I could talk about this for eons, but I won't. All I just want to say is that the sweetheart trope is dumb and I hate it and I want it to die a fiery death because it's been used too many times. <laughs> so, what are you looking forward to playing next, Erin? Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. So, like I said, I'm trying to plow through Red Dead Redemption 2 as fast as possible, but with how massive that game is, it's not going to happen, but at least I'm giving it the old college try. And I'll have a lot of it, hopefully a lot, done by the time Control and Man of Medan come out this August. And also, I really want to play Observation at Me some too. point. It looks really intriguing yeah, and just sure like spooky and I don't know, really cool concept. But yeah, I just, I know it's been out for a while, but yeah, it's on my list. Not Observer? Observation. Observation. Then I don't know it. It's really cool. Mm -hmm. You play as a mm. ship's AI, and you're trying to guide this oh. lone survivor so through yeah. the ship. Interesting. You're like a HAL 9000 perspective the whole time. Like, you're behind the That's cool. Looking through the different uh -huh. Can you lock the pod bay doors? I think you can. <laughs> I love that we both made. I was like, can you dream? Can you lock the pod bay doors? <laughs> um, and my thing is that I really need to finish until dawn. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah, you do. So I you can finally talk about it. I need to I need to get to the point where I care again. Because like I was enjoying the game and I was having a good time, but then I got to a point where it was like, oh, I'm not gonna be able to play it for a couple weeks because of these things that are going on. And then it came time that I like had time again and I uh didn't care anymore. So I might suggest starting <laughs> it over. It does only take ten hours. I know, yeah. I was pretty close to the end though. Yeah. And I'd so far managed to save everybody. Okay, well, just, uh, <laughs> did you get the wolfing? Yes. Yeah. Okay, well then, keep the wolf. <laughs> just, just plow through. Okay. <laughs> maybe watch, maybe watch like the first little bit of Markiplier's videos just to get, kind of catch yourself. Remember up. what's going on. Yeah, mm -hmm. and then go in at whatever. That's player. actually not a bad idea. Maybe I should do that. Yeah. Okay, so Jensen. Uh, so I am restarting Batman Arkham Asylum. My PlayStation 3 had a problem a couple years ago and wiped all of my save data. No. And so I lost all my progress in oh. that. And I haven't really wanted to go back to it because I was really annoyed about losing that progress. Mm. But I'm finally ready to go back. So I'm doing that. I started it last night. Um, and then I also really want to play Fable again. But I want to get achievements for it. So I'm borrowing Erin's copy of Fable Anniversary. Thank you, Erin. You're welcome. <laughs> Lainey, it's your turn. <laughs> uh, um, I have committed myself. I'm saying it as if I'm committing myself to an asylum. Zach comes over and puts a, a straight jacket on her and just carries her away. <laughs> Wouldn't have been the first time. Um, but I promise I will play Assassin's Creed 3. But... I think it's pretty obvious to tell from my previous answers that I'm very excited to keep playing Dragon Age and I'm making the exact same decisions that I always make. Because <laughs> the only different decision I make, I'm making different decisions in this one because I'm saving Loghain for the first time ever. He's gonna live. What a jerk. Um, 
but the second one I'm going to romance Fenris as a man so that's new and then nothing mm -hmm. different for the third one nope do everything <laughs> the same are you even gonna play it on a harder difficulty I'm gonna play it on a harder difficulty okay, good, I'm playing on a harder difficulty I'm gonna play it on the hardest difficulty I, I don't care. know if you're planning to I do, do that. <laughs> I care I do <laughs> Jesse the Pussycat <laughs> It's like the most obscure quote from that movie, but it's like my favorite. <laughs> but I'm a, I'm gonna play it on the hardest difficulty, and so hardest, yeah, for the achievement. Okay. Because I want to get all the achievements. Whatever. I guess you're not gonna do it to me. <laughs> fine. Okay, fine. I'll play it on the hardest difficulty. Yay! You'll just have to listen to me rage quit from the other room over and over and over <laughs> That's again. Fine. <laughs> I'll just shut my doors. It's your price to pay. <laughs> All right. That was episode 14, everybody. Oh, boy. Woo! Yeah. 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 Um, and we are the princesses, and we don't have a theme song yet. <laughs> <laughs> but I just going to try and make one up in the moment. <laughs> this, this has been Princess and Another Podcast. Bye. Your princess isn't no, in this podcast. She's, she's in another podcast. She's in another <laughs> podcast. I feel like until we know what we're going to say, like, we're going to awkwardly like, we should just uh, like, she's not here? Not say it. <laughs> we in. need to like write it down. What? No, that's it. That's wait, it. Wait, wait, wait. Was Aaron she's... saying right? Yeah, no. Yeah, say it again. She's in another podcast. Oh, Erin just said she's not here. Your princess but isn't here. Yeah, I basically said the same thing Lainey did. <laughs> Your well, princess is... is not here. She's in another podcast. 